This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast, episode 532, brought to you by iFanboy listeners just like you. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you. Fanboy Pick of the Week podcast episode 532. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. I'm here with Ron Richards. Back to normal. And Josh Flanagan. Are we ever normal? I was, I was, I was, like, I was literally just cataloged, like, what does normal mean for us? And I, I couldn't. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to need two or three weeks, l- I think. On At least recovering from last week's uh, <laughs> fun time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. We ain't normal. <laughs> look at these guys. They look normal, <laughs> but they ain't. <laughs> We are a fanboy, and we like comics. Every week we stack up our comics. One of us picks their favorite book. We call that the pick of the week. We'll talk about that book, other books, talk about other stuff, read some listener mail, have a fun time. And here's a spoiler warning. It's a review show, so there'll be some spoilers. Exercise your caution. And in the meantime, Josh. <laughs> Number two. I like criminal. I literally didn't know who I had. I, I, yeah. I threw a coin here. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. When you, oh yeah, it says Ron, yeah. yeah. Well, when you were saying it, I thought, what was the pick again? And I had to look at the script. Yep. So that's where I am. Uh, I like Criminal 10th Anniversary Special, so I have made it my pick of the week this week. on was episode awesome, five, that's why. 32. Yeah, I, I, there's, like, there are a lot of comic books this week. It was, like, we've had some light weeks in a row with good books in them and everything, but there was just a ton. Good books, too. Um, but normally in a week like this, and I get to a book that's as thick as this book, I think, oh, that's going to take a long time. Um, but once I started, man, uh, you just uh, it's a it's a page turner. Uh, you're going through all the way. And what was cool is that I am definitely starting to lose some mental faculty to the point where I can remember what's been happening and stuff. And I haven't read Criminal in a while, so I was like, at first... I was like, ah, oh, who are these people or whatever? And then it, it totally came back to me when well, they yeah, said, the, you're Tracy and you're Teague. And I was like, right, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah the moment the moment I saw Teague, I was like, oh, not awesome. Like, I, I met the connection yeah. just like, it's like a Lego piece is snapped into place. And I was yep. like, oh, and, yeah, so. <laughs> and it worked. And, and yeah. like, the you know, the, it's, the story's not, like, so complicated that I have to remember a ton about it. I go, oh, these guys, right, that was the dad. He's an asshole. They're criminals. Cool. It's called it's all criminal. you need to know, really. That's all you need to know. It totally is. And and again, I think we've said this anytime we've ever talked. I feel like the last time there was a special, it was pick of the week. Yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
it, I, I'd say this just like I did then. Like you, you could just pick this up. You, yeah. you, if you're listening to this and you've really, like, you know, now I really do think I should try Criminal. This book is five bucks, and uh, you know it's oversized, and and you should read it. So Ed Brubaker and well, Sean I'll, Phillips return. Before you go, I will amend that. Uh, you should go to the comic book store now and not only pick this up, but make sure you pick up, if you can, the oversized magazine variant. Uh, because I, I went to my comic shop specifically to pick that up, and it is just it's it's delightful. It's the it's the whole, it's the big magazine edition, and you know that's a, your new word. I, what big? Delightful. Delightful. It's delightful. Every week I hear something <laughs> is delightful. I don't know if you realize that pattern. And I listen, haven't. I just want to make this clear. Not complaining. But the uh, the the oversized magazine variant has got a different cover that ties into the content of the book, and it's just and and reading it in this format was just so much fun. So uh, pick it up while you can. I'm, I, I imagine it's it's extremely limited, but it's definitely worth picking up. So, so uh, what we have here is a a road trip adventure uh, between a criminal and his son, uh, as he has to go take care of some business, and he took his son along with him hastily. Uh, not a lot of love lost between these two uh, characters, but they have a sort of interesting relationship that you get to watch through the whole thing and you keep wondering oh, how this how's this going to play out um not well uh by the way is the answer for that and uh that's usually whole... how all criminal stories play yeah. out by the <laughs> there's not really this if you're waiting for that moment it's not coming um <laughs> well it's interesting because we all love criminals it's, it's it's probably my favorite thing that Brubaker and Phillips do together as much as I love the fade out i think whenever they do criminal it's the it's the best but Josh, you and I had a lot of trouble with um, David Lapham's book. Uh, yep. uh, um, help us out, Ron. Uh, Stray Bullets. Hey. Stray Bullets. Yep. And uh, I wonder what the difference is between the two, because they're both sort of bleak, but I think there's slightly more heart in Criminal, If strangely. Well, I, I don't know if there's more heart. There, there's... Yeah, I mean, it's there's a difference. There's definitely a subtle difference. A difference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I, I mean, if it, I mean, I think Stray Bullets is one of the greatest things that's ever happened to comics, and and I think Criminal is too. But they're for different reasons. And is they, it because Stray Bullets is more nihilist? Yes. Isn't? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. it. That's uh, it. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's definitely a an edge of humanity that kind of exists uh, in Criminal that you see. You know, there's there's nice characters in here, and they didn't all get killed. All. They didn't all get killed. Like if this was if this book was stray bullets, the little girl would have been killed. The bookshop guy would have gotten a nail in his eye. Like and the, the other person who got killed would have been like it would have been. He would have like, made no, his no, son no, kill the little. He no, would have made his son kill the little girl. No, amend that. Amend that. Well, what happened was that the 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 son and the little girl would have realized they're in love, and then the father would make the son kill her, and it would just be horrible. And yeah, so, like yeah. yeah. If that's exactly the difference, and yeah. and maybe in that little bit of because at the end there's a slight, well it's not it's not exactly hope, but at least it's just sadness and it's not like utter tragedy, right? When he has to he has to so basically little kid goes along he ends up with a comic book, uh, like just an old crappy weird seventies comic book about a uh, kung fu werewolf which character. Is awesome. it's, not that, it's not that old. They're in the seventies themselves. It's only a couple, right. but it was he even said this. It was like. He said it was like five years old then. Yeah, no, I got I got the sense that yeah, it's, well, the, the book opens at summer nineteen seventy nine, and I got and I got the sense that this comic well it says the comic is from seventy four, which felt like five yeah. years yeah, five, like five years old. They said yeah, five so. years old, so yeah. it, it, to him, you know, if you're a little kid, five years old is very old. Um, Fang the Kung Fu Werewolf. 
if if they chose to do Fang the Kung Fu Werewolf as a separate comic, I would I think I would read it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's fine. I'm fairly sure I would. The pages were awesome because because it intersperses every like almost like chapter breaks or whatever every couple of um, every couple of scenes it breaks into the old retro comic with pages from the comic and they were awesome. Sean Phillips drawing old Marvel style in the seventies is like it's perfect. Sean, uh, Sean, Josh, didn't he do this also with the last special? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah, was, yeah that's yeah. not. It must have been like you know it was really fun. Yeah. That. Drawing those style comic books in black and white. Can we do that? Um, and also I there's I would. It's great. He's got such range. And it's just all the, like, if you look at the ink on the older pages and the dot pitch, and oh, it's so good. Uh, also, I just I just need to point out again, Sean Phillips is still the best guy drawing cars. Yeah. He's really, really good at drawing cars, and I love to look at them. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I had fun with this right away when I, when I sort of placed where I was, which is, it doesn't work for some, com- some comics. But in this, you're like, oh, we're going, and we don't really know where we are. Or who we're looking at, and then then it sort of falls into place, and you and uh, just a, ugh, it was a great story. It was it was a heartbreaker at the end, but it didn't make me want to kill myself. So <laughs> yeah, I so guess. they they come to town. The, the dad's looking for someone, and he he disappears for three days. So the kid's on his own, and he is now he decides he's on a hunt for the another issue because the comic he has is just one issue of this story. He wants to read more of it, so he's on a hunt for more issues. He meets a, meets a little girlfriend, and uh, and then things all go sideways, and everybody so. I'm always happy. I, I was worried. I guess I forgot about the last special at the time. I picked this up, and I was worried this was going to be like a reprint. Um, but I was so happy because I, I think, like I said earlier, Criminal is the best thing that Brubaker and Phillips do together. And uh, anytime they want to come back, even for one issue. Yeah, I had the back. same thing. Wait, did I read this already? I'm like, nope, nope, no, we're good. Yeah. I mean, and, and it really, it's funny because it, it's it's like it's interesting because this is like a taste of what made us fall in love with them as a team, right? I mean, like, Sleeper mm-hmm. was the first one that really were like, oh, I hear something special. Oh. Once they started coming out with Criminal, it was like, oh, man, this is amazing. No. What? We did something before Sleeper. Um, the Vertigo image reprinted it. Um, oh, yes. It like um, oh, I love that. It, it, what was it? Scene of, the, scene of the Crime. Scene of the Crime. Scene of the Crime. Yeah, scene yeah, of the Crime. Yes. Yeah. So, but anyway, but but once once they started doing criminal and banging out like I, they've done, but there's like six or like five five or six trades of criminal stories, and it was like, oh man, these are amazing. And you get the sense that okay, they wanted to go do something different, and they do Fatal, they do the Fade Out, they've got the, they announced the new book that they're doing on, at Image Expo. But every now and then, it's like they come back to this universe, and it reminds you of just like, oh, this is perfection. And I don't know if it's like I'm mad that they don't just do this ongoing, <laughs> or or is it that this makes this big oversized one shot makes me savor it even that much more because we're getting less. You know what I mean? Like I think that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I actually I like this. It, you know, okay. Say when when Brubaker was doing Captain America, we got spoiled. You know, Brubaker and Epting, and we we're like, oh, it's good again. You know, whatever. This, you know, it's like Frank Whiteley. You like I don't I don't want monthly Frank Whiteley. I, yeah. I recognize that now. Yeah. I will take it when I can get it. I think I think it's better for that. Right. Okay. That's I always fair. want more of everything. That's well. Yeah. We're we're Americans. What do you what do you expect? Yeah. Well, we, we're Americans we in a, in yeah. a digital age where we're just like used to getting out every single thing we want all the time immediately, and so <laughs> this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this, this, this is great if you like crime stories. Um, this this particular issue. How many pages is it? It's 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 big. Uh, this is not numbered, but uh, you get a really great complete short story here. It's yeah. not like a twenty page book where you feel like there could have been more. This is a this is a full-on short story yep. with 
the beginning, middle, and an end. It's satisfying. It tells the whole thing. Uh, it's great. And if you like this, you've never heard Criminal before, as Ron said, uh, Image just put out six new... I mean, there were six trades of Criminal. They put out six new versions of them yep. last year, I think. And they're all great. They're the beautiful... They're the primary colored covers, and I can't recommend those six trades more. It's almost uh, like 64 or 72 pages or something. It's big. Feels like it's triple sized, but it may not be. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely worth the five. It's definitely worth the five bucks. You know, Absolutely. Like if, yeah. If you're if you're if you're pausing at the price tag, don't because it's worth it. And even the the oversized magazine variant at six bucks is totally worth it as well too. So yeah. So it's uh, worth it for Fang the Kung Fu Werewolf. Exactly. Really. I, I want more Fang. I want more Fang. Big, Even big, the pages were like slightly discolored. It was big, great. Big yep. fan of Fang. Big fan of Fang. So say that. Say that just, five times fast. Just big one fan Fang. Big fan of Fang. He wanted his. He wanted. He liked the girl, but it was his best friend's girl. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> it's so Marvel. It was so Marvel. It was so. Yeah, it was. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Um, let's talk. Let's move along. We'll talk about uh, a lot of no, number sixes. Uh, Thor, Mighty Thor, number six. Um. Which was a nice diversion, I thought. And, and, I, I, and for a moment, I was like, "Oh, is this just a one shot?" But this is like to be continued. Like this is going to continue, like, right? Yeah, yeah. So, we, at least into another part. So, yeah. um, what you've got here is uh, we open, and you know, I, I'll admit to a little. Oh, we're going to open on Dario from Roxon. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, and he's talking. To, he's talking to Lower East Side Thor or Loki. But then uh, we break into a story. Yeah. And, and and he tells a tale of old Thor, um, of of, of by... axe wielding Thor. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's that? Wait, Yarn wait, 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 wait. We mixed it up. You said Yarn a tale, a ta- Yarn. Yarnborn. Yeah, a, a tale of a, an old tale of young Thor. Yes. Not yeah, an, not a, not a tale of old Thor, which is old man one arm Thor. Rather, also good. Yeah, an old tale like, of young Thor with Yarnborn. Yes. So then Yarnborn. we switch. From uh, Russell Dowderman to uh, Rafa Garris, um, who's doing sort of much more raw sort of storytelling style, sort of just almost like smeared paint, uh, you know, in a more primitive sort of look. But it's super dynamic, and it's a story of a uh, you know a human who who got Thor on his side and got too too big for himself. It's like if you have a best friend. It's it's like if if Turtle got really really uh, self involved during Entourage, and then he learned that he really in fact did need Adrian Brody. No, not Adrian Brody. Adrian, what's his name? Grenier. Grenier. Well, that show would be different with Adrian Brody. Although, not much. <laughs> anyway, um, it was a, just a really fun story and a, and a turn. And, and if, you know, I don't even want to put it this way. But if you if you wanted to sort of get away from the current goings-on in, in the with the, the uh, Jane Foster Thor, then this is this has none of that in it. It's just yeah. uh, old, old Thor uh, myth tale. And I yeah. really dug it. And the, yeah, the the Rafa Garris art was real like, like it, I mean definitely a departure from Russell Dodderman as it should and it had that mythical art you know painted you know like it it felt like an old Norse t- story you know what I mean like the the art definitely yep. the, the art def- definitely fits the story and um yeah and I was just like it, this was like once I turned the page I was like ooh this is delightful so I really liked the I really liked the design of. Uh, I really like the design of Loki yes. in this. Yeah. I love that, like, Loki's one of those characters that you can just draw a million different ways, and it's kind of always fun and has a point. Not unlike the Joker, really, but um, but you have all that Norse stuff to work with, too. Yeah. Um, and I was really happy when I got to the end, and it said to be continued. I was like, all right, cool. 
I'm down for more of this. I wasn't like one issue was enough, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah, I really thought it was going to be. I thought this is like a breather issue, you know, to yeah. let Datterman break or whatever. But if we're going to get another issue of this, sign me up. This is great. I hey. love. I really like young Thor with Yarnborn. I like. I like the 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 impulsiveness and the you know like the it's it just it's a it's an approach to Thor that that we you know before Jason Aaron came up with it that we've never really seen and it's I, I find it really engaging. So it's a, it's also like the. Thor that exists now is a major media property, so he yeah. he can have some of that gusto, but they can't take all that many risks with him, I don't think, in sort of making him a jerk, yeah. as he would be if he was a big, tall, beautiful, blonde, powerful god. And this one, you're like, nope, hasn't learned any humility yet, yeah. and so you can really sort of let it rip, which yeah. I think is is got to be one of the fun things about writing it. Yeah, I like it when my smart com- way to I like it when they let my comics rip. Yeah, you know. You just let it rip. Let it rip. So, uh, yep. I, I just have a question about that was beneath uh, you, Josh. <laughs> it really oh, was no. beneath you. Really was beneath you. <laughs> you know what? It wasn't meant in that way, but I could see how it would be. Um, it was more like a like an engine going off. Oh, know, I whatever. see. Okay, it was like it was like a loud motorcycle going by or something. I yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it didn't didn't translate. Yeah. It was not not a fart joke. Okay. You are no Michael Winslow. Is what we're learning. Uh, <laughs> well, really, I need is, time. Is anyone? Who, no there was is. a time, though, where that would have been my number one career goal. <laughs> I mean, like a lot of other kids wanted to play baseball or do whatever, and I was like, I want to do what that guy does. <laughs> That's not even a joke. That's I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, is there a character in comics right now who you feel more affection for than Hook? No. Um, no, but that was, that's what made this issue that much more disappointing for me. Oh. Interesting. I, f- I really feel as if he didn't stick the landing. Really, I I really felt I really I didn't I, not 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 didn't stick the landing. I mean it, it it ended and we got a nice story and and that sort of thing. I really liked the first half of this much better than the latter half. I see okay. where you're well, coming from. Yeah, but you didn't you didn't like right. the Russian scientist stuff. I didn't like the Russian scientist issue? stuff. Yeah, no, th- what, that's what so I mean. What this, about issue, this issue, this issue, this issue didn't really do it for me. This issue, I mean, like it was it was very heavy on Huck's mother. Um, you know, I, and I, I like I like the last half of the issue once they once they resolve the the Russian scientist stuff, and then he got back to his list that 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 made me smile. Um, but it just kind that's of what, fe- that's why this issue was so great. I thought because yeah. it got back to I agree that it showed that he wasn't changed or broken by his experience. He was still who he was. Yeah, and he got back to to normal basically. That was that was the moment too for me, where where it was watching him fight and like, and he only had to beat up robots. He didn't have to beat up people, so he could sort of he could get away with that without sort of ruining the character. And then when he's like, when he really like sincerely was like, I have to get back to doing good things. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. I did like I did like when how they caught the Russian scientist, how he threw the streetlight like very far. Like it was just like, like the, the, the feats that Huck can do are really great. I don't know. I just I I guess it's more. I, I guess I'm being a little more harsh on this issue because it's more. I'm being harsh on the last third of the story. I think. Um, he, but he moved uh, in with his mom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was Helped nice. Told yeah. the lady across the street, it's all good. It was yeah. great. Yeah. He's such I mean, a good. In I mean, comparison think, think to it, Batman versus Superman, it's like you're reading this and you're like, "No, oh, that's what I want to see." I don't well, care if he's simple. Well, we're gonna get we're gonna get to it later, but I think the fact that I think I think I was also hurt by the reading order. In fact, that the fact that I read this after Astro City this week, and we'll, we'll that'll be a tease for later in the show. Sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, like, I, I like I like this a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like the whole thing. I like the whole thing. I liked I liked all of it. I liked I liked all these issues. <laughs> so. 
So we got a surprise this week when Panel Syndicate dropped another book, which is what they do. Uh, this time it was The Walking Dead, The Alien, the much-anticipated uh, Walking Dead short story that Brian K. Vaughn and Marcos Martin uh, did. In, in struck a, they struck a deal with Kirkman, right, Ron, to publish their private eye at image in paper format if they got to do this issue. Is that how it worked? Uh, I believe so. Yes. So uh, this was the <laughs> first time it. anyone's ever done... The Walking Dead? That's not been Robert Kirkman? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the first time anyone that's written The Walking Dead, aside from Robert, and anyone's drawn it, aside from Tony Moore or Charlie Adlard, at least story pages, not pinups or covers and things like that. Uh, uh, did Otley? Otley did the... Oh, no, yeah, the Otley, Otley, Otley did the, 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 the weird, yeah, the 75, yeah, the joke. So, yeah, so Otley, I wondered yeah. then if this is... Uh, that title is sort of a comment jokey thing on the fact that it was it was pitched with aliens. Yes, I think so. Yeah. That's be. great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, if for anyone who doesn't know, The Walking Dead originally was pitched to Image uh, uh, not as a zombie book, but as an alien book. That, that it would be revealed that aliens were responsible for the zombie outbreak, and I think it was Valentino who said, "Yeah, yeah. let's do it." And then Kirkman just never brought yeah. the aliens in. <laughs> had no intention of bringing aliens in. Yeah. They needed the alien uh, well, the, concept. The, the, yeah, the argument was that nobody would read a zombie book. And right. so, yeah, so that, yeah. But um, for years, he's saying he's going to bring the aliens in at some point, but yeah. It's been a joke. <laughs> that's, but, uh, that's called misreading the market. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's DECA saying, I don't think this Beatles thing is going to work out. <laughs> I mean, wow. Uh, well, but no. How could you have known at the time? To- at the time, it, at, at the time, I mean, that was that was the. I mean, I, I mean, the thing is, is that now we get into more history. But at the time, that was the by the book by the numbers. That was the accurate assessment. Was that nobody buy? And if you look at the numbers, they were right. Like the 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 the, the first ten issues of Walking Dead barely sold anything. Um, yeah. And season of Seinfeld didn't get any viewers. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and and it's 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 you know it's it's a. a you know, attribute or it's a, it, it, it's a similar thing to Steve Jobsian quote or whatever, where it's like, you know, this is the way we always do things. Like, don't like do, don't do that. You know, like it's the people yeah. who take the risks are the ones who get rewarded. And so just glad that, that that they was able to survive and stick with it and whatever it took to do it. And that's, you know, and at whatever point when it picked up and the sales started going crazy, then it's because it was based on the quality and not because of this is what works or this is what doesn't work or whatnot. And so it becomes a phenomenon. So that's good. Um that that said, I, it's funny when this dropped, I, and I don't keep up with the panel syndicate um, as much. Like I didn't keep up with when the when the private eye actually the days it came out. But like, do they always coordinate with? Like it was smart that they dropped it on Wednesday. No, it's it's always random days of the week. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was always random days of the week, but this one was on Wednesday, which I feel like was calculated. Yeah. Um, they needed they need to do that more often. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, and uh, um, and this just took a very long time to do, which I was baffled by. Uh, cause it's, there's not a lot, it's sparse, there's no color, you know, it's black and white, you know, but apparently they, they even like BKV on Twitter even apologized for how long it took to get this done. Um, but, uh, that's he is a little busy. Yeah, true. All that's, right. Well, that said, you what do you get, read it? Yeah. What do you think of it? Yeah, I read it. What do you think of it? I enjoyed I really, it. I enjoyed it a lot. Ah, I, it was, was, uh... I was a little disappointed. This is Ron's cornflake shit week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I thought I thought it was good. I mean, uh, I mean, seeing Marcos Martin work in black and white was absolutely interesting. Um, I I can see the desire to make the main character who he did, but once I figured that out, I went ah. 
You know, like, like I kind of just I, I wanted it not related to The Walking Dead at all. You know, but and that was the whole point. Did you know about like, did you what? Were you aware of the brother? Like, I don't remember that. I read those forever ago. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't. I, I, I didn't remember it until I no I did. Yeah, I, don't, I did not remember it at all. And it wasn't until in the dialogue that I put it together. And then when I read BKV's essay in the back. Was that was was where he explained you know the the mention and and all that sort of stuff? But like the so, moment the moment that it tied to it, I kind of def, the balloon deflated a little for me. That's all. It, it, so and, you didn't like that they made that, that correct. Effect. I wanted it to be like this is this is you completely somewhere else. You know, like I just wanted like a unique you know a unique Brian K. Vaughn Walking Dead story in that universe. And you know what I liked was I know what you're saying, and there's a way that that can be hokey, but also that is totally like Brian. Brian Vaughn writes stories like that's his thing. Like there's yeah. gonna be a thing like that. Yeah. Oh, he's connected. That's I mean, but but also, I think it connected nicely to the bit of selflessness in the beginning. Yeah. There was a mo, and also I really liked that it was in Spain and it really yes. felt like a different culture yes. and how that was yeah. reacting to it. That was really cool. And I am terrified that this will be a. Th- I don't want. I don't want Walking Dead all over the world because it's going to be too much. But a little taste of it was very nice. Yeah. Well, you're getting that in TV shows, but I love I loved the uh, knight. I love that the not, girl was 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 from the museum and dressed up in the knight's armor and had the giant spear thing on her vest, but like she like she was a uh, with these. It was that was great. This, those are the kind of touches that Brian K. Vaughn brings to this stuff. It's okay. She's a museum curator, so when this broke out, she just stole the knight armor and she's going around completely armored up like a knight from the you know <laughs> like Middle the, Ages. I like that everybody else didn't go fuck metal right. <laughs> Right, exactly. Who's <laughs> that? <laughs> they can't bite through that shit. Uh, so uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was, to use Ron's term, delightful. Um, the art was delightful. The, I thought the character interactions were great. Um, I hope know. everyone at home likes hearing the word delightful because <laughs> we are going to ram that down your throat like we are thinking about it for months and months. Delightful. So I thought it was fine. I didn't, I don't, I didn't remember... And just you know, we, we have, gave a spoiler warning. This is that the main character was Rick's younger brother. I don't, you know, that was a Walking Dead number three. I don't remember yeah. that issue, yeah. but uh, I, I had no problem with it. Yeah, I don't know. You know I, and the thing is, just, you know, the thing is, it doesn't have to be him if you don't want him to be. Right. No. No. It's not, not that I don't want, but it is. I mean, no. It's. A, I. It's. I, I mean, I'm not gonna watch Empire Strikes Back and think I don't want Vader to be Luke's father, and then he just magically isn't. Like the character. So the, the, the point is. The point is that story continued. This story will not be continuing. So this world one shot. Yeah. You don't have. It doesn't have to be Rick's brother. Well, you know. I guarantee you, she shows up at some point. Yeah, I was just gonna book. say. Yep. I was just. Yeah. Guarantee I, it. I agree. I agree. I don't necessarily agree with that, but yeah. If yeah. she isn't killed. Yeah. But um, but no, but it didn't it didn't ruin it for me. It just it just kind of for a moment I was like, oh, it's tying in. Like I just for a mo- for I was I, I was getting into the fact that it was its own thing, you know. Um, but you know it's fine. I enjoyed it. This All is right. the week shits and everything. <laughs> All right, that's not, fine. I'm not shitting on everything. No, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna praise in a little bit. Don't worry. So don't you worry. <laughs> You're withholding your praise like a like a father. Yes, <laughs> that's pretty good. You know. My father never said my comics were any good. Yeah. Um, all new Hawkeye number six from Jeff Lemire and Ramon Perez is the last of the Lemire Perez Hawkeye. This is the end of the whole thing. Uh, listeners of the last year or so will understand that I've had some issues with this and have really been trying to work it out. And yet, you may note that I read all of them. Um, this is, is not the, like is the book ending or is the is it yeah. new team coming in? 
this book is ending with this team, so whenever they relaunch it or do whatever, I'll do Hawkeye number one again. Yeah, all really, really new Hawkeye this yeah. time. New Hawkeye, new. Yeah, yeah. We're seriously new. Um, um, here's here's a question though. So yeah, this like this was like what a ten or twelve 11. issue, eleven issue story, right? That they told over the span of two la- relaunches. Yeah. D- d- do you think that hurt this story? No, you don't. Okay. Not 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 any more than many other things. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just it just so, like when we finished it, I'm like, oh god, this took forever. Like it just felt like it took a, a long you time. You know to what? This. I, yeah. I read it and they, it, they they really it hasn't even been a year. Yeah. For whatever this eleven issue thing is, and and I, and on that I was like, all right, that's that seems fair enough. Um, there were two different things they were trying to do, and that first one had all those flashbacks of sort of like back to the the swordsman days. And then this was picking up on a mutant kid story, <laughs> wrapped it up in, in one hell of a bow, by the way. Um, I actually enjoyed this issue. Uh, I thought I thought it was one of the ones that I, I didn't walk out of this going, oh, this is wrong. I think um, if we're going to deal like what the book is now is is like Kate and Clint trying to work out who they are and how that works together. There was a there was one moment where he's like, you're my best friend. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, I, I really love that that, and I feel like this must be written in stone somewhere. That that like this does not turn into a romantic thing, which is which is the right choice in for so many reasons. Yeah, I um, I think like even if there was like like there's such a, a a temptation probably to just do like well what about a drunken night issue you know and like just don't do it just yeah. leave it there that's the right call completely and I and I think that they they towed that line. Um, is it, it is it worse for them to be best friends or to have it or to be romantic? For best you? friends is better. But I feel like that was just a line that they put in there to hit an emotional beat, and that didn't ring true. So I don't I don't I don't think it'll go any further than that. I feel like if I if this book was to keep going, it feels like they just handed it over to be like Kate book again. Yeah, uh, is is definitely what I caught out of it. But the Clint in this was a, felt a little more recognizable. To the character who I think of, uh, or at least as much as I'm going to get from him, um, it's, it's the, the 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 development of this Barney character is the strangest thing on earth, isn't it? It's just so, like I feel I feel yeah. like we've gotten we've gotten like seven different um, uh, characterizations of him over the past ten years. Well, he was he was full on uh, bad guy, right? Yeah, playing evil Hawkeye in the Thunderbolts like four or five years ago. Yep, and now he's a schlub. Yep. And he, I, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I don't think any of those are wrong. I'm not really like, I'm not committed to that character. Trickshot is that? No, is I forget that his, his uh, name. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Barney Hawkeye. <laughs> Barney, Barney Hawkeye. <laughs> Barney Barton. <laughs> Barney Hawkeye. Uh, Barney Hawkeye's way better. Uh, Trickshot. Yeah, you're you right. Do- Trickshot. Yeah, you went by Trickshot. Yep. Yeah. Um, Whatever you're. Oh. Yeah. I think uh, I think McCann wrote him as a different thing in that. And McCann, then... Yeah, McCann, McCann's I I feel like was the best because it it played him off as a villain and yeah. and but 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 tied them in as brothers and um uh you know and, and like had the relationship and had the conflict. Where here I feel like in fractions was it in fractions run? Yeah. That he showed up at the end continue. and he's just like he's like, hey bro, you know, and like and it was just like, oh okay, you know. So I would like to I would like to note that um I, I looked up Trickshot, I I looked up him up on Wikipedia and just randomly I see the sentence 
unbeknownst to Hawkeye and the Avengers, Barney's body was stolen by Egghead. And that just that just sums up why I love comics. <laughs> that, that, that's whatever whatever version of Barney that is. That yep. should be the version. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's that's just fine. Um, you know, pretty good. Uh, at the, this issue, not not a great run overall, but there were some interesting things. For me, I think it just suffers from. It's, it's not what the idea of the characters weird. Also, like, I don't know. I, I, if I'm supposed to, I don't know that I'm reading a Kate story or a Clint story. But I don't feel like it's balanced right, right, in some way. Like I, I'm not sure whose story I'm supposed to be going with here, because it it's too spread out on either. Well, one. I, I, I mean, know. I mean, yeah, the book is called Hawkeye, so it's Hawkeye. Yeah, story. I know, but it's but they're, like, both, it's just, but they're both Hawkeye. Dun dun dun. And Barney, and Barney Hawkeye, <laughs> which is and there's like, Barney Hawkeye from a, <laughs> from, a ta- from a tactical standpoint. That's a terrible way to name your team. Yeah. Like, if Hawkeye we were on this show and we were all named Ron, it would be stupid. <laughs> hey, Ron. Ron. Well, I mean... Be, what did you think, Ron? I No, you, you first, Ron. Ron. Other Ron. <laughs> I said Ron. <laughs> no, Barney Ron. <laughs> oh. Oh. But, you know, uh, you know the, the, it could be much worse, basically. So I, Are I, you going to follow this book to wherever it goes next? I think that that's a real question of uh, what it is. I mean, there's there's right, definitely yeah. people who who could be on it, and I go, I'm not going to read that. If yeah, the but. if the book is called Barney Hawkeye, Son of Hawk I mean, Dad, <laughs> oh, I don't know the Hawk Dad thing through. I was like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, that's a little. Yeah, but uh, it's, they, find it's, out, it's, they it's, find out their father was a hawk god uh, totem, and that's where they get their trick shooting ability from. I'll tell you what I don't like: the cover uh, has him pulling an arrow back, and on the end of the arrow it says Splody. Parentheses, it goes boom. Close parentheses, oh, uh, and I hate that. Too cutesy. Too cutesy. Yeah. Um, I think it's time for them to put Hawkeye on the shelf for a little bit, and then do something different. Because as I much think you're right. as much as I love Lemire and Perez, and I do like what Perez did with the flashbacks, with the more you know, with the yeah, whatever yeah. the pastels or whatever the, the the medium he used to do that story. I think that the the present day stuff was borrowing too much from the aha defined look. Um, and I think that they need to do something else. So I don't Which, think there was quite enough to those panels. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I, light, for some reason, yeah. I love. I really, I really, well, I love Perez. I think he's a wonderful well, cartoonist. Here's, but that here's, was the, here's the problem with Ramon Perez. Here's the here's the problem with Ramon Perez. He's uh, he's delightful. He's a delightful artist. Um, <laughs> And and he's a he's a handsome man, a really nice dresser. Very handsome. Um, yeah. Scarves will. You give him a project. You give him a project like that Henson book where he goes away for a year and he comes back. He's going to blow you away. Win an Eisner. You put him on a monthly book and you get you get rushed work. That's the problem. It's not rushed. It's just less than. You know know what it is. He's actually a guy that if you take away too much of it, it okay. Perfect example. I got. um, If you look at the last page. Yep. Um. All of the sort of flashbacky stuff is, is super impressive. He's got amazing range. Now that last page there. Now look at the art on that. That's great. There's lots of yeah. stuff going on in the backgrounds. There's there's ink. There's texture. There's everything. But most of the most of the stuff doesn't really look that good. Right. Most of it's a lot simpler than that. It's a lot a lot quicker. Yep. Um, which I which I usually really like, but for some reason I felt like I was missing something in this. Maybe it's because it was just juxtaposed against the yeah. the other textured stuff. I don't really know. Yeah. Ron, He's did great. you read his Spider-Man book he did with Dan Slott? Uh, I did not. 
I didn't either. I was curious if the okay. art, what Jarrett was like in that. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. That didn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, was just, I mean, because I, I, I follow him on Instagram, and I see the, the, the art he puts up from the books yeah. he's doing, and it's all great. Right. Uh, so I, but I don't have any context for what it looks like month to month. I right. do think you're right. Like, I think that that guy needs to just make art and not necessarily yep. make the X-Men. Yep, agreed. So, yeah. Fair enough. All right. So, everyone out there in TV land, if you like the show and you want to support iFanboy, go to fanboy.com slash support. And you can find two ways to help us out. One is to uh, click on the Amazon link, and if you've got an ad blocker up, you won't see it. So that's <laughs> there you go. Thanks for that. Uh, but you can also click on the little line that says uh, support us on Amazon. You can click that too. You can go to Amazon and make your purchases. For instance, if you were to buy uh, Impulse buy a new television, uh, use that Amazon link. Just think, just as, as an example. Well, as in a random example of something yeah. that might happen. Yep. Uh, support us by going to Amazon. You don't lose any money. Amazon does, and we we could keep the lights on and and fix our server problems when they happen, like this week. Uh, also, help us out by, on that page by becoming an iPhone member for three bucks a month or thirty bucks a year. You can help us out directly uh, uh, support the show that way. You can also there's a don't there's a donate button if you need to listen. Some of you got tax extensions. You need to you need to you need to lose some cash real quick. You need to you need to hide money somewhere. We'll we'll hide your money. So donate <laughs> at iPhone.com. We will. <laughs> we will take all, all monies. Listen, we, 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 are may or may, we may or may not be a money laundering service. I'm just saying. I'm just, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, so. <laughs> so iFan.com slash support is how you help the show out. Thank you very much, everyone who does that. And uh, why are all the books in the show number six? That's crazy. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's crazy. Five of the ten books. Because yep. they relaunched six months ago, and we have another six months to go before they relaunch everything again. Yep. Against, okay, across all lines. Every one. All lines are crossing. I, 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 I got to say, I didn't want to talk about this book again because I feel like we've been talking about it a lot. But I put it on the list because I was like, oh, that was, that was also really good. And I, and if I was to base just on the Internet, who does not seem to like Max Landis, I don't think that I should like this. But I do. And I think that says a thing. Well, two um, things. One, the book is Superman, American Alien. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's important, important to know what we're talking about. Okay. Two, why would you care what the Internet thinks to form your own no, opinion? Just, it puts an idea in your head. Oh, that guy! That guy's an asshole, and and he might well be. I don't know, but he wrote this book well, and that's the only thing I really need to judge right now. I know lots of assholes who make great books. Yeah, um, okay. but I don't even know that he's an asshole. I'm just—it's a preconceived notion that I heard, and it gets in your head. What are you gonna do? Um, but th- th- this—the relationship that is put in this book, where Clark is talking to his friends that he grew up with after he it, it, after he like is Superman is trying to figure it out and they they bring it to him raw and I was like wow this is Whoa. I've never seen this they bring, it, they bring it to him raw huh raw. raw and they let it rip did they let it rip oh, no, they let it rip to raw it just was delightful <laughs> just delightful <laughs> well it was his friend it was his friend Barney Superman <laughs> so, so his friends from Smallville come to town one of them Pete Ross and uh, what, what they've encountered is, uh, for lack of a better term, hipster Clark Kent, who yep. has really jumped feet first into the into being a young man in the city, he wearing wearing hipstery clothes, going to gallery openings. He's urban. He's, an, he's urban these, Superman. These, these two rubes are not comfortable yep. in his new world, and there's this, so there's a good tension there. Uh, but that sort of masks the real tension, which is he doesn't really understand what it truly means that that he is Superman to the rest of the world, and they're. They're there to tell him. I thought this was good. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah, I, I just, I really enjoyed it, and I was like, all right, I, I got to call that out. That's how much I dug it. I, I think, I, and uh, for me at least, uh, I actually read this as opposed to all the other American Alien issues when we uh, we talk about it on the show. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I missed it, I missed it, but I caught it. Um, 
Uh, I'm not I'm not terribly familiar with Jonathan Case's work, but I plan to be after this. I feel like he did a Vertigo book or something. Yeah, really. I was really impressed by the art. I really liked it. So, yeah. Yeah, I recognize the name. Um, I will get back to you on that. But uh, I want Lucifer number six. Mm -hmm. I I was I was hesitant on this. Well, you're really, you're, you're really you're in a Lucifer Renaissance because you're really liking the, the TV show, right? I have not. Yeah, you're, you, you write the blog about it. All right, you do the recaps. The, uh, the, yeah, yeah. The web yeah, ring. The you know, the web ring. The web ring. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's from nineteen two thousand and one. No, yeah, from nineteen ninety eight ninety nine. Ring. I like this book. Um, at first, I was worried that it was going to be a mirror to the TV show, sort of a, a case by case, issue by issue, like different devil adventure every week and it's not it's been one long story very involved with sort of the the machinations of of heaven and and all the asshole uh angels that we have met in many many vertigo books those mm-hmm. books are mostly about asshole angels yes that's true about it. There's a lot of that and apparently i'm really into that <laughs> like i'm i'm like wow i just can't figure gabriel out what an asshole but he's doing the right thing here Boy, angels are mean. And maybe that's just so subversive that that makes me like it. Um, yeah. But I mean, overall, a Holly Black and um, Lee Garbett on art. Uh, this is uh, it's, it's been a really fun series. And if you liked Lucifer, I would go so far as to say that you should probably be reading this. Uh, I, I mean, the old comic series. Not. I was like, yeah, if you like, <laughs> I don't. I honestly, I don't know about the show. Right. It's been canceled, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but if if you liked if you liked Vertigo stories of the past that dealt with asshole angels. Good news, folks. These ones are also delightful. All right. Again, uh, is anybody else reading Karnak? No. No, but I like the misspelling on the script here. Yeah. Uh, Karnak with the extra C in there. That, <laughs> that's, that's uh, Carson. It, it changes everything. Yeah, it's Carson. <laughs> no, I'm not. Karnak. I'm not. I'm not reading Karnak. Is it? Is it good? So Karnak number three is a is a standalone. It takes place in the Marvel universe, but it's just it's just Karnak who has no Karnak. Has no, he has no pterogenesis uh, mutation about him apparently, which is which is a canon that's always been around. I wasn't sure about that. Um, hold on, hold like, on, hold on. You just gave some misinformation. Lucifer has not been canceled. In fact, it's been renewed. The TV show? <laughs> yes. Swear I heard it was canceled. No. Maybe I'm just mixing it up with the Constantine show. Yes. Either it's way, Const- Josh is Constantine. Lucifer, in fact, is doing very you, well in the ratings. Did you catch how I um how I, I went? I my my pronunciation was right in between the two. Yeah, I did. I did like I did pick up my mind until I got to the end, and I was like, "Well, it's too late now." And then you <laughs> called me out on it. That was that was delightful. Um, so Warren Ellis and Roland Boshi, just like like Karnak is a Shield operative, or at least he's been like subcontracted by Shield to go do these things, and it's like super dark and and strange, and and Karnak's a weird person, and he he says strange mystical things to people and it looks beautiful and it's a really fun book and it's one of those and I, I looked and I thought I bet this is a Nick Lowe book and it is because that's the guy who brings in Warren Ellis to do really fun things at Marvel that that sort of show up and they and they burn brightly really quick and then they're gone you know like like you think he mutters to himself how much he hates what he's doing while he's writing it no nah, I think that I think that it doesn't feel like they constrain him all that much like he gets to tell his thing he's not really being it by you know the continuity or, or anything it's like you know next wave was the same kind of thing or uh fury max was another nick Lowe book i was just thinking about like he's he really it's like that corner where those creators can go and make something um, is that fury max garth ennis 
It was. Yeah, but Nick Lowe edited it. But he, like he brought okay. in like 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 Lowe has those guys, you know, has relationships with those guys, so he gets them to do books. He did the um, the last uh, where not where Eagles Dare, but um, the the last. <laughs> now now uh, I just now I just have misfits stuck in my head. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> uh, that that last uh, f- sort of um, fighter pilot uh, on the on the dinosaur island miniseries that um, that Garth Ennis did like in the last year. That was another Nick Lowe, Nick Lowe one. The first issue was a, a pick of the week. We can't remember anything anymore, and this is a problem. Um, either way, like I, you guys should check this. This is a really, this is a really good little miniseries, and it's not like weighed down by all that inhuman terrigenesis, you know, wipe out the mutants thing that's going on. You know, it's just an interesting character drawn and written really well. All right. Uh, so I alluded it to I alluded to it earlier, uh, but Astro City number thirty four came out, uh, and it wrapped up. Uh, this the current story with Steeljack, and uh, I gotta admit the 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 last third of this it it, 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 it was it was it got to me, it was it was very <laughs> it was this this is honestly and like it was funny because we were in the comic shop talking about it and we we're saying I don't know how but Astro City is perhaps better than it's ever been at this point, and yeah. and it is the closest thing I think like if you like Frank Capra movies. You should be reading Astro City because this was a Frank a Frank Capra ending as if I've ever seen one. Uh, so basically, what happens is is that Steeljack uh, he he solves the mystery. He stops the crazy billionaire who's framing supervillains uh, for crimes to get there to to amass his collection, um, and in doing so, gets arrested for the murder of that billionaire. And now he's back in prison, and he's just kind of resigned, and he's just like he's old and he's tired, and he's just like, well, this is it. You know, I, 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 you know, like there's no way I, I no one's going to believe what happened. And so I'm, he's just kind of accepted his fate. And then it gets to his trial and just all of a sudden everyone comes and tells him what happened. And they, <laughs> they speak on his behalf and, and the woman supervillain testifies in his favor. And he gets a, a, a great lawyer and just the whole community, the whole, the whole, all the witnesses come and they say that he went and he ends up a hero. And then, then he gets his mom's house and it's just like, Oh God. And the girl and the girl. Yeah. 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 You know what? I don't know that it's better than it used to be, but it's as if it was always this good this yeah. it's it's as good as it's as good as it ever is and because that is built on top of the really good that was before it like it's just it's just a a swelling of enjoyment yeah. like it just you just it's delightful it's <laughs> wiped away the stuff in the middle that was rough yes yeah. the, the dark age yes. that that dark age period yeah I, yeah. I, yeah i really like that this flies in the face of the you can't go home again because there was a, a while back there where you were like, oh, I guess, I guess we had our time with it, and that's fine. You know, like a band who does a couple of really good albums, and then they exchange, and what you know, whatever happens. But this is just like, no, you've you've still got exactly that thing, and it's still really good. Which twenty years later is is awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, this, this just, I mean, I mean, this this got me choked up. I mean, I mean, Connor, did you yeah. feel the same? Or I thought, it, you know, I, it was another great issue, and I, I love the sort of. Sad sack Robert Mitchum esque. Yep. Steel jacket character. I love his who, face. Who? Yeah, he just got a hangdog. He looks kind of like Robert Mitchum in his older years, and uh, you know, he just wants. He just gets getting caught up in these things. He doesn't want to be in the middle of, and trying yeah. to do his best. And it was great. It, yeah. This was a great story. He's 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 he spaces out the one shots with these longer tales, and Perfectly. this was one. This yeah. was a yeah. good longer tale. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. 
but oh, everybody coming, oh, just like he didn't, he he didn't know, and he was just gonna spend the rest of his life in prison, and then he gets his mom's house. Everybody was clapping for him when he came out of the courtroom, oh, and the press he, was like, "Are you gonna join the, the, the honor guard?" guard? Yeah, yeah. Oh God, I love it. I love it. So it was it was wonderful. It just it's just a superhero yeah. world I want to live in. <laughs> well. Those are the books we wanted to talk about. Go to fanboy.com. You can find the post for the show. You can talk about those books or other books that you read this week, stuff you enjoyed, stuff you didn't enjoy. I have one more comment about Astro City 34. Uh, it was delightful. <laughs> I really, like, I'm looking forward to a day. Like, I'm, I want to bring back the print website so that I can start seeing delightful Ron Richards on a lot of covers. The, the, the print website? Uh, did print- you use to print the website out? Yeah, you used to print them out. <laughs> guys not do that i have a press thing. Of wasted ink and paper <laughs> delightful the words <laughs> where <laughs> monsters dwell was that garth ennis series yes this yeah. week uh also the eisner nominations came out the 2016 eisner nominations the uh comic book oscars yep. and sometimes we like to talk about them usually we do and uh the, the thing with the eisners is there is no way to predict what they're going to be because the nomination committee changes every year. So it all depends on what the tastes of that current committee. It's not like every year the same body of people nominate stuff from that year so you kind of know what their tastes are. Well, it's and it's, it's also it's yeah, that's an important thing to note and it's, it's like, also roll the dice this year. What are we going to get? Yeah, and it's it's also important to note like it's a combination of things. It's it's on one hand it's the fact that the Eisner nomination committee changes every year and there's always it's there's always a template. There's a there's one retailer there's one um, – sometimes as an industry person. They try to get an industry person, uh, meaning somebody who works at a publisher. There's always a librarian. There's – you know, like there's, there's, there's some – you know, there, there is definitely a template that uh, J- Jackie uses – Jackie Estrada, who heads up the Eisners, uses when they uh, recruit the, the nomination ceremony. But it's also important to note – and here's a little inside, you know, inside baseball. Um, the publishers have to submit books for consideration. Yes. So – and it, it happens every now and then where a book that's not submitted does get nominated, but rarely. Additionally, also, um, the publishers, a lot of the publishers have a different stance on the Eisners. Um, I, I know, you know, my experience at Image, it was very pro-Eisner and getting an award is good. Um, I, at least, you know, this might be dated, but I don't think it changed what Marvel does not care. And that's right. why that's why historically you've seen uh, a lack of Marvel presence because they just they, they don't submit very much, you know, um, which may or may not be related to the fact that the Eisners are always the same night as Marvel's party on at San Diego, but who knows? Uh, <laughs> but but sports bar, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that that's what it is, and so you know, so you, and and it's funny because I think looking at this list. Um, the past couple of years, I feel like the nominations have tried to represent uh, publishers and material that is not mainstream or that is not, you know, not gets as much attention, which I think sometimes is good, sometimes is bad. I think looking at this year's nominations also shows uh, what a shitty year last year was for comics. That's my take on it. So I don't know about that necessarily. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, I just thought I thought 2015 overall was a weaker year, um, and so in terms of mainstream stuff. Um, but that said, some of the nominations were good and well deserved. And Lord knows if Jason Aaron doesn't win Best Writer, I'm going to fly down to San Diego and riot. So has he well, won I mean, before? Pers- I don't think so. Personally, I would like to have seen uh, Airboy get some nominations. Agreed. I don't know if agreed. It's submitted or not, but yeah, agreed. Uh, you know, that was my book of the year, and if I'm on the committee, that's what that's what I'm going to nominate. 
yeah. uh, for every category I can. But yeah. uh, I'm not on the committee, so that's fine. Let's talk about what's on the list. Yep. Um, best limited series, three three of the five are Image, Chrononauts, The Fade Out, Lady Killer, Minimum Wage, and Spire. So, Josh, I'm sure you're I was really Minimum happy wage, to see it. Minimum Wage. Yep. I... I don't know about Chrononauts being on there compared to the, all the output of everything over there, but that's pretty subjective. I would say there's just other Mark Miller stuff I liked more than that, um, yeah. but it, it is certainly good as a limited series. Um, was Starlight Fade last out. year? No, Starlight yeah, was no, the year before. No, that's older. It was the year yeah, before. Yeah. Um, I'd vote for the fade out in this category if I'm Yeah, that's, uh, I really liked Minimum Wage, but that's really just a me thing, so I, I get that. Yeah, I think it's the fade out is the winner on this. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, uh, best new series. I don't read most of those. <laughs> Bitch Planet, Harrow County, uh, Kaiju Max, yeah. Monstrous, Paper Girls, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. This was, voting this was, only Paper Girls is the only one I'm reading. So this one's going to be interesting because I mean, Paper Girls is BKV and Cliff, and Cliff also got nominated for a couple of art. Uh, I think best cover or stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, um, but uh, then um, uh, you know I've heard great things about Kaiju Max. Um, I haven't, I haven't got a chance to read it yet. Um, I, so. I, Harrow County, <clears throat> I like Cullen Bunn's, uh, uh, indie work a lot. I'm not, I'm not a horror guy, but Tyler Crook, um, yeah. was the guy who did, um, that Rasputin book for Oni a while yeah. ago. And then he did, um, he did, uh, BPRD for a while. So like, that's a, that's a great team. Yeah. And, um, yeah. uh, and Monstrous is from, I don't, I, I, you know, I stopped reading at the first issue cause it's not for me, but I, I hear it's selling great and you know, people are loving it and it seems to be a hit for Marjorie Lou. So that's cool. And, and Santa Takeda. So that's, yeah. 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 Fair enough. Ladies are represented. Best continuing series. This was the first one where I was like, okay, these are, this is going to be an interesting year for nominations. Uh, yeah. Bandette from Monkey Brain, Giant Days from Boom, Invincible from Image, Silver Server from Marvel, and Southern Bastards from Image. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, hands down for me, Southern Bastards. Out of these, yes. I, well, I like seeing Invincible get a nomination. Yeah, yeah but, I, but, I was. But yeah, that's part. Yeah. Of, that's part of uh, the uh, Roberts ongoing. You know, like nobody reads Invincible. Problem, you know, and so trying to get more attention for it that way, um, which is great. Well, you know what? I think it's, deser- it's deserving. It's deserving yeah, it. it's deserving. That's, that's yeah, and like even seeing. so, yeah. the last year was was really good, and it broke a lot of like. He would be so easy for that book to just go into autopilot, and yep. it, it didn't. It did the thing where he went back in time and screwed everything up, and like, there's been some strong books out of there. And and Ryan Otley, like, you know, some people are on a book for a really long time. They find a lot of shortcuts or whatever. Like, he brings it every single issue. Yeah, in the way you know, with as much energy as he always has, and you know, I'm I'm totally down with that. I I think it's more inventive than The Walking Dead, right? You know, in that way, no, it doesn't sell as much. Yeah, um, but it really it's like that superhero book that it's your your. I mean, it's been going on so long now that it, it is exactly like if you'd been reading Spider Man, you know, from the '60s through the '80s. Like it feels like that long, which is cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's so. jump around. Let's see. Uh... I, I just want to say in general. Uh, anywhere that Ed Piscor and um, and Hip Hop Family Tree is nominated, they've got my vote. Yeah, I have a, I have a feeling he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna win something. He's I think he's definitely. He, I mean, he uh, deserves it. He's yeah. he's doing he's doing a groundbreaking format in that he's basically doing documentary comic book cartooning. Yeah. On on a music topic with history and 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 characters and you know. It's expansive and and fantastic. Like the cartooning is wonderful. The way he's drawing all of these different real life characters. Um, yeah, but what's what's, what's funny? What's funny though is that he got nominated for best cover artist um, along with Joel Jones, 
uh, Raphael, Albuquer- Raphael Albuquerque and David Aha, and for the first time ever, Amanda Connor, who mm-hmm. you know, and I feel you know, like like you got to give Amanda Connor that award for best cover artist. I mean, I think that, that like, yeah. yeah, so. Um, but Fair that's enough. a that's a tough category. It's a tough tough category. It is. Yeah. It, was, it should be. Yeah. And I was instantly like, "Where where's Darwin Cook?" And that was last year. So. Yeah. Um, well, what's interesting is that uh, this shows you how far down DC has fallen. Yeah. I did a I did a search. I'm on the, the page the, for the nominations. I did a DC, you know, a keyword Nothing. search for DC. Nothing. I got nine nine. There's nine instances, but they're almost all Vertigo. They're, or all, they're all Vertigo. All Vertigo or a creator. Who has a DC credit, not yes. for something that's DC? Right. Yeah, yeah. So. The only one that's really, really solely DC is, I think, the Amanda Connor cover art one for Harley Quinn, yeah. and then the collected edition, which you know, for all DC's faults, there we know their strength lies in their collected editions. Yeah, they do yeah, those. Really are, cool. Their archives are loaded. Yeah. So this is this is a that they're in a tough spot right now. They're they're critically slammed. They are sales wise, they're slammed. Yep. Uh, and 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 who knows? I don't know what they submitted or not. And, and there was a whole hubbub in comics this past week with the with the announcement that Shelley Bond is uh, being dismissed from her position at, at Vertigo, um, who's heading up Vertigo. And Vertigo did a whole bunch of stuff. And if they submitted it and it didn't get nominated, like who knows that that, that you know there's a rumor that that's that's a part of it. Um, you know the, the the anthology they did did get. I mean that in best short story, there's that Tom King John Paul Leone story from the Vertigo Quarterly Black. Um, well, but, all that stuff they put out, they should have gotten something. Yeah. And also, Tom King is a hell of a short story writer. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I have another question for you guys. Let's sure. put you in the death match here and choose a best colorist from among was... Laura Allred, Jordi Belair, Elizabeth Breitweiser, John Rauch, Dave Stewart. I will tell you. I'll, I'll, just... I'll, I'll tell you that I'm pissed that Matt Wilson isn't here. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, uh, that's. Pick Come one. on, pick one. If you have a vote, I'm giving it to Jordy. Uh, I'm giving it to Jordy because a Dave Stewart has a hundred of these. Yeah, it takes nothing away from him, but he's won every year as he should have. Um, and then you look at what uh, Elizabeth Brightwater does, which is great, but is of a type. Jordy Belair is working on so many different things and bringing something unique to each of those products, and they're all excellent. Yeah, and and her That's output and her output is unlike anybody output. else's. Yeah, and yeah. and Laura Allred again, what she does is great, but she does a thing. Yeah. Whereas, like Jordy managed to do something unique for each thing, but still making it her. Yeah. And I don't know that these other people can do that. Dave Stewart can probably do that to a certain extent, but it might be that Jordy does that better. Yeah. She, she doesn't do what Dave Stewart does as well as he does, but she does all those other things better than anybody else. Yeah. Oh, by the way, on the topic of coloring, uh, we talked about uh, when we talked about Poe Dameron and we talked about Chris Eliopoulos' um, short story uh, that was colored by Jordi Belair. Uh, I got to spend some time with Chris Eliopoulos last weekend, and he is not happy. <laughs> In general? or uh, No, about Josh's comments about the, his lack of oh. ability of as a color, colorist. Oh. So, that is not yeah. what I said. So, so Josh, I, I would I would watch yourself if you're ever in New Jersey because Eliopoulos has got, got a target on you. So yeah, well, <laughs> if you're in New Jersey, so, you he'll come at you with a rake. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Anyway, uh, that's a that's a good category though. That coloring. Yeah. Um, yep. I, I I was looking at best uh, comics related periodical or journalism, and there's only uh, one website. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, three. Tomorrow's publications, yeah, and I don't think people know what the hell to do with that. Yeah, 
And and it is a comics related periodical. Yeah, it's true. Uh, which covers yes. basically what a, everything. What a bullshit category. It is. They they like talk like that is the one category that identifies how little I mean, like, if you talk about the the complaint of the Eisner organization being not in touch with comics, like, that's the one that sums it up the most, I think. So, well, it's just, it's, okay. Yeah. So, and I'm not suggesting that we should... In the past, I would have suggested we'd offer... This has nothing to do with that. Sure, we, yeah. we do not deserve to be... I want to just make that clear. This is not... At, at some point in the past, I wrote to them, and I was like, why don't you have a podcast category? And they said, well, it would be too difficult to, you know, listen to all of them or whatever. Which I was like, okay, it's kind of bullshit, though. Yep. Because it's like anything else. It's hard to read all the comics. Yeah. Exactly. And you could submit a bunch of, you know, you, could do, it could submit. you could do it in advance. Like, there are ways to everybody do it. Everybody could submit an episode yeah. of a yeah. thing that they do. Hey, you and one show. Yeah. Just like the Emmys or whatever. And, and it's important. I, I mean, yep. comics, <laughs> comics are, podcasts are a huge part of the comics community. Yep, they are. Um, and so I feel like there should, that that is, it's as valuable as any sort of printed website or, you know, prose thing and, and it's also been 10 years and they seem to be no closer to figuring out how they're gonna you know what they're I don't, gonna do. I, I don't think they're going to i mean jackie estrada runs a thing she made that call and and whatever um other than that i mean i have my i have my problems with comics journalism and the fact that every pro there isn't any yeah well every pro in the world is always mad about people writing about comics who don't know what they're doing and i'm like it's a fan-based industry with no money behind it there's right. like six people who get paid to do it and do it well in our professional and everybody else is doing it because they want to be part of it and they love it and they're probably not going to be good at it for a while but they probably won't stick with it long enough to get good at it and if somebody's just reviewing comics on a tumblr site yeah you know the good or the bad but don't get mad about it there's not it's on the job training this is i this is a thing that bugs me every time i see a, a pro complaining about bad reviewers i'm like don't you you understand? There's not Time Magazine. There's not like they can hire somebody, right? You know who's really good at reviewing comics. It it takes, you know. Yep. So. All right. Well, yeah. If you do a Google search for Eisner nominations 2016, you can see the full list. And if you want to uh, go to ifanboy.com and comment on this post and share your thoughts about the Eisner nominations, uh, let's hear it. And when voting starts, if you're a creator and you're listening to it, uh, make the right call, Jason Aaron for best writer. So, there you go. <laughs> I love how you got just a little mobby. You make yeah. the right, make the right thing. <laughs> do the right thing. Do the right, do, do, do the right thing. thing. Yeah. Come on. So, so uh, we're going to skip email this week because we talked about the Eisners, but we'll be back next week with your emails, and we want to hear from you. It's always great to hear from you. So email us at contact at ifanboy.com, and don't forget to tell us where you're from, who you are. Keep it short to about a paragraph or so. and uh, Yeah, we can't read your novel on the air. Exactly. We, as we much can't. as we enjoy reading about it and talking about you in our private chat, um, we can't read it on air. Uh, but also don't forget to mention how long you thought about it. So that's yeah. important. <laughs> that's not also, a problem, by the way. Also, are, if you have a novel uh, reacting to something we said, put it in the comments. That's yeah. what the comments are for. Exactly. Also, uh, another uh, – someone wrote in and they wanted to know if we sell – Cheapers Creepers bobbleheads <laughs> and uh, Robin. We are looking in the storerooms. We're checking Crap. things out. We have inventory sort of scattered all around, and there was a computer outage. <laughs> um, we had a fire. So, we had a fire at our warehouse of oh, Dumbo. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and the the Hoboken plant completely offline. But listen, listen. Yeah. So, but here's the, here's the thing, guys. I got a spreadsheet that shows me the number of units of Jeepers Creepers bobbleheads, and and we got a problem. <laughs> there's definitely a problem. Yeah, there's definitely a problem. So. I can't reconcile this. I cannot reconcile. <laughs> Do people at home know this, that every once in a while we get an email or a voice from somebody who seems to have no idea what it is we do. They just look comics, and they ask us, <laughs> some, can I get, you got uh, Thor 40? 
or, or to or to price something. What's the value of this comic? Yeah, I don't know. They're the best emails and voicemails of all. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about some other shows we do. Justice League vs. Teen Titans came out uh, last week, and uh, that's where we talk, the Animation Brain Trust talked about the latest DC Universe animated film, Justice League vs. Teen Titans. You can find that on the feed behind two shows back because. We just re- finally released the podcast uh, talking about Daredevil season number two. Uh, Connor, myself, and our good friend Mike Romo got on the horn, and we talked for a good hour, so a little less than an hour, about, about, sec- 45. about 45 minutes. But the second season of Daredevil that's available on Netflix, um, all in all, it was, uh, I believe, positively received. Uh, some some critiques here and there, but it was a fun conversation. Uh, it so, was a lot. So 45 minutes, that's about, what, like a third of a normal episode of Daredevil? Yeah. And there's... 30 of them in a season, so... <laughs> but let me, let, let me tell you, it was a lot less intense than the Batman v Superman uh, podcast. So, uh, yeah, but go... If you're curious what we thought about Daredevil two months later, go listen to that uh, and comment on it's that. It's only podcast. been six weeks. Six, uh, six weeks. All right, fine, six weeks. Batman uh, versus Superman has affected everything. It really has. <laughs> I watched Jurassic World, and I was like, it's not that bad. <laughs> because I saw Batman versus Superman. Uh, well, what might change everything again is the upcoming movie release on May 6th. Captain America Civil War comes out in the United States. And uh, all three of us will be uh, on a podcast to talk about it. So uh, that's going to be interesting. Uh, I've seen it, uh, and uh, I'm not allowed to talk about it. So there you go. Let's, let's tap the brakes on guaranteeing we're all going to be on a show. Well... You never know. You never know. Fair yeah. enough. We're going to do our best. Listen, I am dragging Josh by his collar to the movies on Thursday night. <laughs> I suggested it, you lout. That is, it's going to be delightful. <laughs> it's going to be delightful. Um, so, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we're we're going to do our best to get that out as quickly as possible on the weekend of May 6th. Uh, Captain America Civil War. There you go. I don't know how long we will keep telling you about Goodfellas Minute. But, forever. Uh, forever. It was a lot of work, and so for now, you're just going to have to listen. If you haven't listened to Goodfellas Minute, that's our minute-by-minute breakdown. Uh, 145 episodes of us talking about Goodfellas. Each episode equals one minute of the movie. Uh, you, can, you can listen to it forever. You should listen to it again if you listen to it once. You'll probably pick out something you didn't know, just like the movie itself. That's what I say. Go to goodfellasminute.com, uh, and we're very proud of that work. Head over to ifanboy.com and comment on this show. Talk about this week's books. You can find other podcasts we just mentioned. You can follow us on facebook.com slash ifanboy and at ifanboy on Twitter to f- find out the pick of the week is before the show comes out. And you can follow us individually at J.A. Flanagan, at C.S. Kilpatrick, and at RonXO. If you like this show, you like Goodfellas Minute, you like any of the podcasts you listen to, uh, no one's going to hear about on the Eisners, so you should probably go to <laughs> iTunes and write a review and rate it or uh, you know, let people know about it in, in social media. And eventually, someday, maybe someone will recognize that they're an important part of the comic book landscape. Um, I mean, we won't be doing it by then, but still, uh, <laughs> you should go do that. But spread the word about the podcast you love, including this one and others, um, because uh, you're very important to the whole process when you do that. Thanks. Yes, absolutely. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. So until then, or until next time, uh, I'm Ron. I'm Connor. And I'm Josh. Thank you for listening.
Connor, are you okay to do all the stuff? Yeah. yeah, how are you feeling? I'm still coughing up shit. Well, that that's my... You might want to get that looked at. It's just infected dust. If you're coughing Solids? up shit... If you're coughing up shit, then that, 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 that's just... Oh, some, something, shit, yeah. Something's really wrong then. I just... I something got crossed up in my system. <laughs> I, got a, I, got a, I got a wire crossed or something. <laughs> 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 you're just coughing up and you're like, Oh, God. <laughs> Is this shit? I think this is shit. <laughs> yeah, doctor. Um, so here's the thing. <laughs> hey, Megan, look at this. I think this is fecal matter. <laughs> that's that's not good. I looked on WebMD, and it. it <laughs> it's cancer. I mean, I know you're, I know you're not supposed to do that, but I'm pretty sure shit doesn't come out of your throat. So I looked anyway. Cause like. No. Anyway, we need to go to the hospital oh. right now. <laughs> Listen, this is a problem. <laughs> no, honestly, we need to put that sandwich down. <laughs> oh, God. All right, I'm sorry. That was great.